Today, Cody is going to lead me through a personal development exercise. He started to explain it to me on the whiteboard in the other room, and I said, why don't we just do this as the podcast, make me the subject, and I'll learn it that way. And so here we are. Remember, if you find this valuable, or if you want us to walk you through this, uh, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, share this podcast with a friend, and send me an email. We'll figure out if there's like some way that we can put you through this. Maybe we'll make a video of it and you can do it yourself. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Cody. What's up, boss man? Use me. Let's go. <laughs> so question that I have for you that precedes all of this. What is the most important thing when you're trying to make any sort of change, an improvement? What is the most important piece that you as a human being believe that you need to make a change? You're asking me. Yes. The most important thing I believe any human needs to make a change is a strong enough purpose for that change. Hmm. So an, a purpose, a reason. Mm -hmm. I agree with part of that. Okay. Common answers, motivation, mm -mm. self-discipline. Mm -mm. I think those are both a result of purpose and plan. I agree. What do you think is greater than even a purpose and a plan? Another person, but that feels like a purpose. Hmm. Um, a, I feel like anything that is greater than a purpose leads to a purpose, meaning like becoming a different version of myself would make me want to do something different. I, I, I can think of a million times when that happened. A million is probably a high number, but a thousand is probably a low number. But all of that would lead to a, well, why? Hmm. And the why is the purpose. So I, I don't know. The purpose is a piece of this. Okay. It's environment. Your internal and your external environment. Okay. So what you're saying is if the environment changed, it could, it could lead to a purpose. What I'm saying is without the environment changing, nothing changes. Okay. Doesn't matter the purpose and the quote that you have on the board, how much your family wants it for you, how motivated you are. If you don't change the internal or and the external environment, nothing changes What's anyway. An, what, what do you consider to be an internal environment? Anything that comes from within, the way that you think, the way that you talk, the way that you speak to yourselves, the okay. identity that you've decided that you have, that's all internal. Whether you decide you're going to go work through your feelings or not, or things that happened to you in the past, that's all your internal. Do I need to go have a pillow? A pillow? To work through my feelings? Am I going to have to squeeze something? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can, if you want to, if it's helpful for <laughs> I'm you, good. go I'm for good. it. I'm good. So we're talking about environment. How do we change the environment, internal and external? What I believe happens for many people when they ask themselves this question is, all right, I'm really going to do it this time. I'm really going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. They start to look for all of the things outside of those two things to be able to change. They look for the motivation. They look for discipline. They look for somebody else. They don't change anything about their external environment, right? They go to the same places. Mm -hmm. They don't change anything about their house. They still keep the same food mm -hmm. in there. They don't change anything about their internal environment. So we're going to work on the internal first. And that's what we're going to do today. Okay. All right. First thing that I need you to do, set your notebook down. 
Okay. Like you, not on my lap? Yeah, yeah, not on your lap. You need your hands and your legs free for this. Okay. All right. I want you to shake it out. Before, before we get in, I want you to know this actually comes at a really opportune time. I was thinking this weekend, um, I need to learn how to think bigger. Hmm. I think I think big, but some of my big thinking thoughts feel like dreamer thoughts, hmm. if that makes sense. And when I say dreamer thoughts, I mean, they're like, when I, when I observe myself from the outside, they're like the thoughts of the child version of me. I want to be a pro baseball player. Yeah, but you don't practice that hard. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I work really hard. And I think that there are, there, there's a type of work I could be doing better. I think there's a place from which I can be doing the work better. And I think I can do a, when I understand what those are, I think I'll be able to much better uh, message hmm. what, what, we're, what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do, which will make it easier for everybody who we work with and for to do what they're trying to do. And I was asking myself over the weekend, like, how the fuck do I figure out how to think like that. So this comes at a good time. Mm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right. So shake it out. Shake everything out. All right. I almost and- stubbed my toe on the coffee table. <laughs> okay. I want you to sit like you imagine a king would sit. Let's move the mic. All right. Now, in your head, not that, you don't have to do this out loud. I would like you to ask for a cup of tea in the way that you think a king would ask for a cup of tea. Are we talking about a king as I picture them or a king as I would like to be? A king, whatever's coming into your imagination. You're sitting in a certain way right now, right? Whatever you perceive a king to be. Mm-hmm. How would a king ask for a cup of tea? You asked me to say it out loud? Nope. Okay. When you keep this internal. Okay. All right. Shake it out. We're going to reset. All right. Now, sit like a prince. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ask for a cup of tea in the way that you imagine a prince would ask for a cup of tea. Did it. All right. Little shake. One more reset. Now, sit like a villain. Hmm. I need a second on that one. Okay. Now ask for a cup of tea in the way that you imagine a villain would ask for a cup of tea. Got it. Okay. Last reset. Can I get out of my villain pose? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you had different ways that you sat. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm imagining you had different ways that you asked for the tea. I didn't. You didn't? They all asked for tea the same way. The exact same way. Yeah, because my thought was the prince, the king sets the example. The prince wants to be the king. The villain wants to be mistaken as a person of virtue. Mm. Did they have different voices? The prince's was a little bit higher than the king's. It was as if younger. Mm. Uh, And the villain said it a little bit more slowly. Okay. So... Asked for the same thing, sat in different ways, said it in different ways, mm-hmm. had a different tone. Yeah. All because I told you to be something. Mm-hmm. Be a king, be a prince, be a villain. That's the identity 
the mm-hmm. avatar that you decided to wear. That's good. And then create. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about this on the whiteboard. There's a formula for this. It's be, do, have. Be the person. Do the things that you believe that that person does. Get the things that you believe that that person gets. Okay. When you were a king, you sat a certain way. You asked for tea. You got the tea in the way that you thought the king. Same thing with the villain. Now, it's not saying that one of these is better than the other. It's saying that they're all different. Mm -hmm. And being able to identify and look at these avatars or masks or personas without judgment is what we're attempting with the exercise. Mm -hmm. All right. So an avatar. How would you identify avatar? Not the blue things that are how eight I, feet me, tall. How would I describe identify, what an avatar yeah. is? What would you describe an avatar as? It's a it's a thorough description of the needs, wants, ambitions, fears, experiences, personality traits of a person you most want to interact with. Hmm. Or that you most want to describe. Okay. I'm going to make it really simple. Okay. An avatar is a character in a story. Okay. That is way simpler. Okay. So we've decided what characters we are and the avatars we're going to be and how we're going to play them. Mm-hmm. So you have your piece of paper. I do. I have a whole notebook full of paper. We're going to grab it. I want you to write horizontally. So we're going to change up. It's not a vertical. It's a horizontal. Okay. On the left side... I would like you Is this to this enough write. space, by the way, you think? Yeah, that's good. On the left side, at the top corner, please write old way of being. On the right side, top corner, you're going to write new way of being. And credit where credit's due. Shout out to my coach, friend, and mentor, Ryan Walla. He's an immersion grad. I remember Ryan. Yeah. He's the one who's working with me through this stuff. Get out of here. Yep, he's a good guy. Ryan sold um, something of significant substance to work with us. I forget what it was, a car or something like that. And I remember uh, his dedication. All right. under You're going to end up with three columns, right? Under old way of being, make That's, a plus sign first. Okay. So three columns, meaning top, middle, and bottom? Three three columns. Columns go vertically. So something's going to be in between old way of being and new Correct. way of being. Okay. Don't put anything there yet. So put a plus sign under old way of being and number one through five. Plus. Okay. One, two. Got it. Now, please write what you believe your five best traits or characteristics are this is under old way of being yes under old way of being my five best your five best can you define trait or characteristics so i make sure i write the correct do it in one or two words kind loving strong empathetic okay kind loving strong empathetic i need one more (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who are playing along at home Mm mm-hmm you can also use someone that you look up to. And what are their five? If you struggle to figure out what your five are, who's someone that you really look up to, you admire, you respect, what are five characteristics or traits that they have? We're sticking all positive here in these first five. Okay. 
Okay. Next to it, in that middle, you're going to make a negative sign. Got it. Do the same one through five. I would like you to write your five least favorite characteristics. The five things that you dislike about yourself the most. Maybe you're a martyr to your business. I'm not. Not you. I got you. The proverbial. Oh, you're giving them, you're, yeah, you're filling helping. the space. You're, you're welcome. The space. So they're not just like, all right, a, how that, much longer? AM radio voice. I love it. Yeah. Okay. You find that you're impatient sometimes? That's the first one I wrote. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> what, you can see through my paper over there? Um, Same thing can apply to this. If you struggle to write five things, you can look at someone who you dislike a lot. <laughs> and what are five characteristics or any characteristics or traits about them that you dislike? But what if, but if I'm right, if I'm combining mine and someone else's? Just do the exercise. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, he said. <laughs> um. We'll get to the gold. I'm trying to think of a word. What's a word that you would describe for sometimes struggling to just give without the expectation of getting something in return. Struggling to give without the expectation of getting in return. Right. Like a, a negative characteristic of me when I'm poorly managed. Expectation of reciprocity. Yeah. Expectant. Hmm. Uh, I need one more. Should I say them out loud or no? Not yet. Okay. I need a fifth. And for those of you playing along at home, this can be something just for you. Got it. Or you can share it with a partner. Got it. Okay. Now, you have your new way of being column. Yep. Make that same plus sign, one through five. Mm -hmm. And I want you to create whatever you believe the opposite of those five negative things are. So there's no room next to that. It's just three. Correct. Okay. It could be a straight across undisciplined to disciplined. Yep. It could be something entirely different. It could be martyr to kind. Whatever you, whatever comes up to you first within one or two words is most typically the right answer. Got it. All right. So you have a you have 15 things in a list right now. You have old way of being, 10 things there. New way of being, five things there. Mm -hmm. All right. Make it's interesting. A, One of them gives me like an emotional, I don't think I want to be that, but I wrote it anyway. Hmm. We'll go there. Okay. All right. So make a, make a line to differentiate the old and the new. Vertical line. Beautiful. Now I want you to look at the 10 things on the left side. Okay. If you were to surmise those into one word what would that one word be 
Typically, the first word that comes to your mind is the right word. Okay, then it was leader. Okay, so write leader underneath the 10 old things. If you look at the right side, or yes, the right side of your page, those five things, if you were to surmise those into one word, write that one word down. Got it. Do you want to hear the word? Sure. Easy. Easy? Mm -hmm. Okay. So old way of being is leader. New way of being is easy. Go ahead and add your name behind both of those words. So we have leader Sean and we have easy Sean. Got it. All right. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. The old way of being has all of the positives and the negatives that you've already written down. Mm -hmm. The new way of being gets to keep all of the positives from leader Sean and the positives from easy Sean. Got it. So you can draw a line to easy from yep. both of the positives. Now, the real questions that start to come up is as you're thinking about this avatar, the concept of the character that you're talking, easy Sean, what, does easy Sean do? How does he spend his time? Well, that's that was a big part of what I wrote in it. Hmm. Start asking some questions, well, asking and answering. Do you? What, what do I? Do you want to write them? Yes. You can write them down because you're going to spend more time in this on in reflection, and we can dive into some of it here. What does easy Sean do? What does he wear? How does he talk? How does Easy Sean show up in his relationships? When I was talking okay. with my coach about this, he's like, Look, when I, the last time I did this exercise, I wore nothing but black cotton t-shirts for six months. Interesting. Because that was the avatar that I was creating. Mm -hmm. I, after doing this exercise, so mine was human Cody and ambitious Cody. Mm -hmm. Ambitious Cody ties his shoes. Mm -hmm. Human Cody always left them just loose enough to where you could slip them on. Mm-hmm. Ambitious Cody doesn't wear CrossFit Angola or Fortitude strength and conditioning shirts anymore. Mm -hmm. So when I got home yesterday, I cleaned out my closet. Okay. Ambitious Cody doesn't wear bracelets. I used to wear like bands and stuff around. No bracelets. Okay. Ambitious Cody does things, acts in a certain way, makes time for, speaks in a way that human Cody didn't so now the thing that you want to find is you want to find some sort of totem or anchor something that reminds you of easy sean okay so hold on i just want to be clear i have five things under my old way of being i have five things under my new way of being both pluses yep then i have five minuses under my old way of being yep then under easy sean 
I have five things that I've written down as well. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else that I'm supposed to have written down by now. Nope. Okay. So now the next, the question you asked me was find a totem. We need, we need to create either a totem or an anchor, something that reminds you examples. I understand. Okay. I'm going to give examples for people who might not. Okay. Right. (laughs) Examples of an anchor would be, I'm going to start brushing my teeth with my other hand. Okay. Because it reminds me of this person. I'm going to start when I wake up in the morning. The first thing I'm going to do is five minutes of meditation. Mm. Whatever. It doesn't have to be big. It can be small. It could be a piece of jewelry. I got it. I understand. That's a totem. The anchor is the action. The totem is the thing. Okay. You have the opportunity here to step into a new way of being. I know exactly what it is. Mm. Would you like to share? Yeah. I'm going to go to bed at a time predetermined. Mm. I, uh, it's interesting that you described a totem or an anchor because I never did this before. But the, la- like the last really pivotal, formative personal development moment led me to buying a wedding ring. And I, like, it was for my wife. It wasn't for me. But once I started wearing the wedding ring, I was somebody different. Hmm. I was the guy who would think about my wife enough to wear this ring that annoyed the crap out of me for like six months. Yeah. And so that gave me a sense of confidence that, no, 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 I am that guy. Proof of it is right here on this ring. Going to bed at a reasonable hour, I work out before work. I think a lot before work. And I get up at the same time no matter what. Hmm. But I get up tired when I spend more of the night before winding down for four hours. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's unnecessary. Yep. So that's where we're going to go. Nice. Do I write that down? Yeah. I have to figure out what that time certain is. Where do I write that? Somewhere at the bottom. Okay. Spend time with the other questions too. Because what are the other questions? All of them. Like, what is easy? Does easy Sean wear different? Got it. Does he dress differently? Does he speak differently? Does he do different things on the weekends? Let me write that down until I remember. Uh, does it matter where I put them on the sheet? Nope. Okay, so the questions are dress different. Speak. Does he eat different things? <clears throat> eat. Does he do different things with his family? Like go all the way down the list of, just like you had described early on, that complex version of an avatar. Mm-hmm. What is easy, Sean? Right. Create that. This is, and then, this is the internal, right? Then once you answer these questions, you look at these things, you can start to change the external. Like I told you, I came home and I cleaned out my closet, Mm -hmm. right? I'm sure you'll have some things that get cleansed. Maybe, maybe no. Maybe you get a new alarm clock. Who knows? There's some. No, I'm not getting a new alarm clock. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know. Probably not. I like my sunrise alarm clock. Mirrors the sunrise, mimics the sunrise. Interesting. So there's no sound, it's light. And it wakes you. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. You can set it for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever, and it'll slowly build. Just like the sunrise. That's interesting. My room is pitch black. I know. 
That's the old way of being, new way of being. That's a be, do, have. Okay. So now all I'm meant to do is spend time with this and ask myself, the new version, who, I'll, I, I, is it cool if I read these out so people know what I wrote down? Yeah. For the old way of being, the five things I wrote as pluses are, I'm supportive, I'm persistent, I'm confident, I'm empathetic, and I'm curious. The five things I wrote down that I would like to improve are I can be impatient, I can be selfish, I can be insubordinate, I can be expectant, and I can be a homebody. I want to be really careful to describe I am not any of those things, but I have elements of those things. Mm -hmm. And then the new way of being positives are I am patient, I am altruistic, I am a follower. That's the one that gave me, I don't know if I want to be a follower. Hmm. Uh, I am giving and I'm adventurous. Hmm. You're a follower in some things. Yeah, I am. I think in order to be a good leader, you have to be a follower. Hmm. But, I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because like, I put follower next to insubordinate. Hmm. And insubordinate to me is I have to really believe that whoever it is that's leading is capable of leading better than I am hmm. for me to follow. Even if it's just a circumstantial element of it, you don't have to be the leader of the whole thing for me to follow your lead in this element of it. But in general, I don't classify myself as somebody who follows. I get that. So it gave me this like, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's really interesting tying back to how we started this conversation about you looking at, I'm interested in maybe finding this new or shaping this new identity. Well, I'll share with people. How the, I think I did share with them how this started. Did I share it? I don't remember. That I need to, uh, yeah, I did. I, I talked about like, I need to, I want to be thinking bigger. Yes. Like, and not. Not, not pretending it. Right. And I don't, I don't know that I'm pretending it. I just know that I'm not getting from the thinking what I, I expect. Mm. There's your expectant. Yep. Um, in a time that seems appropriate. Mm. And that frustrates me because I, I have this, this clock in my head that is of my own doing, mm. my own making. And the, the crucial thing about that clock for me is it's like, Hey, when are you going to become that guy you say you are? That's the thing that is in my head all the time. And it drives me fucking crazy because I'm not sure I'd ever become, no matter who. Hmm. It's the Matthew McConaughey. I'm always chasing the version of me in 10 years. If that's what he says, yes. Yeah. He has an Oscar speech about it. Hmm. Do you have a gratitude practice? Not a specific practice, no. Hmm. Do you imagine it would help? As long as it didn't feel like bullshit. Okay. It can't feel like bullshit. Like like right. I was with my kids this weekend, and when I felt gratitude, and I went over and gave them a hug and gave them a kiss and told them I loved them and I was proud to be their dad, I, I meant it and I felt it. If I was standing in front of the mirror, I love me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Being such a bitch. <laughs> and yes, I get that. And you have things that you are grateful for on a daily basis, I imagine. Yeah. Right. 
my encouragement to you would be record those. Like in my phone or write them down? Whatever is easiest for you. Okay. I know you like your phone. No, but I'm... <laughs> I'm asking like audio record, like record oh, no. a podcast. There's something there's something in us where we write it down or we type it out where we can actually see it that makes us connect. I believe makes us connect with it a little more deeply. I see. Okay. So it's if it even from anybody, if it's even five minutes at the end of the night, mm -hmm. if you can come up with three things that you're grateful for. Uh, so I did this for a while and I'm, I, I apologize for cutting you good? off. Um, and it started to feel like I'm grateful that there's silverware in the 21st century. I'm like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. That's how it got. Mm -hmm. So you let it get stagnant. I, it just, it just felt like I've already said I'm grateful to be a parent. Mm -hmm. I've already said I'm grateful to be a husband. I've already said I'm grateful for the, the strength to endure difficult times. I'm grateful for the access to great times. I've, I've done all of those. And I'm like, do I just, Go back and repeat them, even though I didn't feel it today. Like what? What? Well, you can be grateful to be a parent or to be a husband or for those things because of something that happened on that day, right? An experience that you had. Yeah. So you're saying right out the whole thing. Yeah. Look, I'm grateful to be a parent because a little bit. Okay. I'm grateful for silverware because I know it would be if I get shitty to, to even my hands. If I get to the point of writing, I'm grateful for silverware. I'm just gonna pump the journal out the window well, there was i was listening to a podcast and it was brian marefka 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 uh, marefka is that Maresco? his last no brian marefka he's the one who wrote the immortality key not who i was thinking at he all. was on uh Ro he was on rogan and he talked about this guy who loves to run experiments and one experiment that he actually ran was he lived biblically for a year like to the book to the bible he lived biblically and he was like uh, knocking chicks up and pretending that they came from and all of the things okay. <laughs> like wasn't mixing linens, like wearing robes, grew a big old beard. Okay. All lived biblically, uh, was praying hundreds of times a day. And he had recounts afterwards. He's like, look, there were times when I'm like profoundly grateful to turn the light on. Mm hmm because I'm just in this sphere of gratitude. Like we talk about it now and it's like, yeah, I don't want to be like to the point where I'm being thankful for silverware. Maybe you should be profoundly thankful for silverware. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like allow yourself to just be immersed in that gratitude, like to an obnoxious point before, because what you're describing is I got a little resistance towards it after mm -hmm. I started and I just said, no, thank you. Yes. Go through that and see where you're at. Be grateful for the silverware, for the light switch, for the vacuum. I'm cleaner. grateful for hating this project so much <laughs> <laughs> because I need to feel frustration and move through it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you taking me through that. This will be fun to work through. Uh, you know, when, when I talked to you about podcasting today, what I wanted to do was a podcast that demonstrated moxie because one of the things that's been rubbing me the wrong way for the last three years is I feel like I've muted myself more than I want to. Like there's like this, if you've ever walked into a house and the TV is on and it's on to a volume that you're like, it's just a little annoying. Mm. I feel like that was my volume four or five, six years ago. 
and in an effort to make it so everybody could be in the house, I turned it too low and now nobody can hear. Mm. And so I need to turn it back up. I will turn it back up. I am turning it back up. See, I worked through that. That was awesome. Thank you. And uh, in turning it back up, I'm, I'm working to find the right level so that it is just a fucking click below too loud. Hmm. Because I want to make sure everybody in the house who wants to hear it can hear it from wherever they are. And I believe that that is directly tied to the moxie with which we carry ourselves. I've, I've thought about like, how would Muhammad Ali or Conor McGregor, when he's not on a coke bender, talk about active life if they were the CEO? How would they celebrate the work that we're doing? How would they uh, look at the way that they need to communicate everything about what's at stake if we're not successful? And how would they step into that with confidence? And that's where I'm trying. That's where I'm going. Hmm. There's um, it's interesting to me that you gravitate towards the, because there's there's towards the the Muhammad Ali, the Conor McGregor version instead of, of this. the Mahatma Gandhi. There's, I mean, there's there's different avatars, right? All you're describing, you're describing the same thing that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. There's an avatar, and you're deciding, you know what? I'm most inspired and attracted by this avatar. Well, it's not that I'm most inspired or attracted to it. The the person who I think is actually the most impressive leader who I can point to reasons why, other than like, you know, going back and reading about Julius Caesar or Alexander the Great is Martin Luther King. Hmm. Guy put a million people on the National Mall on like two weeks notice without a freaking TV ad or social media or the internet. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. The difference is, um, I also like the level of just can't fuck with me that those other guys have. Hmm. And there's some Martin Luther King elements that I, I, I imagine I guess could have been more effective, hmm. at least if it was me. Not that I, I'm not suggesting I would have been more effective at what you wouldn't have been a more effective Martin Luther King, but you're what you're describing. I get it. It's, it's if I can't channel Martin Luther King into me, mm -hmm. I also can't channel Muhammad Ali or Conor McGregor into me. But I have all three of those in different elements. Mm -hmm. And I can be the first me. Mm -hmm. So he's got to figure out who that is. What are, the, what are the attributes of those three individuals that you resonate with so much? Complete undeniability. And they can all be different, by they, the way. They, they share that. Hmm. None so of them. Undeniable. They're undeniable. They're all telling you. Never have to wonder what they're actually thinking. They're telling you what they're actually thinking. Um, they stand up to people within their circle who would ask them to do things differently because they are afraid of what 
the leader believes is necessary to do. Uh, because the leader doesn't fear for themselves. They fear for the cause. If the cause isn't uh, realized. Hmm. Those are things that I find extremely admirable about all those people. It may be valuable for you to spend time with each one of those characters. I have. And did you make the, here's the thing oh, this, about you? Oh, like this experiment, no. Something like that. Here's, the, here's five things about this Muhammad Ali that I'm drawn to, that I'm most attracted to, that I want to cultivate. See, I, part of me um, believes that all that's missing for me is somebody else's microphone. Hmm. I think a lot of it's already there. You know, when, when I go back and listen to, for example, the podcast I did at the beginning of this year, January 8th or 9th with Gabrielle Lyon, it's there. The podcast I did with uh, Kelly and Juliet Surrett, it's there. Hmm. The podcast I did with Jason Kalipa, it's there. The podcast that will be coming out uh, next week with Dr. Christian Gonzalez on Heal Thyself, it's there. The talk I gave when I went to Coaching Con from the stage, it's there. I just spoke to an audience on behalf of Shantae Cofield, it's there. Same with a, another audience for Christy Campbell. It was there. Like, I believe it's there. I think I've, I've got it. Mm. I just don't know how to deploy it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't have the press conference yeah. set up. Do and you, Do you think you need that? You think you need the stage? It's not a question of do I think I need the stage. It's a question of how do I do it without the stage. Mm -hmm. Because I can only control what's in my control, and I can't control what people give me their stage. Mm -hmm. So I need to figure out. The answer is no. I know I don't need the stage. The question is how do I do it without it? And I don't know the answer to that yet. Hmm. What about the internal, external environment needs to improve to do it without the stage? Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm excited to go through this. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm excited for us. For us. Turn pro. <laughs>